You're listening to the David Bumble Networking Podcast. Very good day interviewing a lot of Cisco engineers. We discuss all things networking, CCNA, CCNP, CCIE, Python, automation, the books, the exams, the future, your career. Another long day at Cisco Live. We talk to the authors, the experts, the leaders, and people like you and me. David Bumble coming to you from Oxford in the United Kingdom. Now, here's your host, David Bumble. Jeremy, there's a lot of devices in Genesis 3. So we have a lot of devices like Dynamips, we have QMU, we have VPCS, iOS V. There's a lot of devices. It gets confusing. Uh, yes. To, it's, to know what's what, yeah? Uh, yes. It's actually the emulators. Yep. So we have Dynamips. So let's start with Dynamips because that's the one that, that's been around for many, many years. Yes. That's the first one we integrated in Genesis 3. So that in the old days, we used to run 20, 30, 2600s, 3600s, uh, 7200s, yeah. that kind of stuff, yeah? Yeah, so all those legacy uh, platforms from Cisco. So these were only, in the old, old days, yes. you only supported Cisco routers yeah. in GNS3. A lot of people have thought that GNS3 only supports switching. That's not true. I mean, GNS3 has been able to support, support switching for a long time. But we'll come to that in a moment. But Dynamips is originally where it started, yeah? Yeah. So, if they want to run legacy Cisco devices like a 7200 image, this is real Cisco iOS images? Uh, this is real iOS Cisco images. You have to download, download them from Cisco. Yeah. So, you get them from Cisco.com. Oh, you can eventually extract them from a real uh, router. So, from a physical device that yes. you've got or something like that, yeah. Um, and when you import it into GNS3, you have to select the router type don't you so you would select like yes, 7200 you have to, yeah and yeah, in the background it knows it's a dynamips device yes okay so let's look look at some of the problems here the first problem is getting images yes cisco have removed all of these images yeah i think you yeah you, actually you cannot download those, anymore, those from anymore from the cisco. cisco yeah you can only get 7200s at the moment at, at the moment and it's only ios version 15.2 okay so that's another problem so first thing you can only get this other problem is it's only 15.2, so you don't get the later releases? No, no, no. And is it stable or? Uh, for the latest images, it's fairly stable, uh, but it, it will use more resources than uh, with uh, iOS V, like, like if you, especially if you don't have an idle PC value. So, so let's talk about idle PC value. What is that? So the idle PC value is um, it's like a number. Uh, that you tell Dynamips, like how can I say? It, it? So if you don't enable this, yeah, yes, if your you CPU goes to 100%. Doesn't exactly, it? yes. So the, the Dynamips does not know when the iOS does not do anything. Yeah. So that's basically that that value is tells Dynamips, oh my, the Cisco iOS does not do any instructions. It's not, it's not like running BGP and a hundred other yes. things. Yeah. I mean, it's like a hexadecimal value, isn't it? Like yes, that's 0x, yes. 1, 2, 3, 4, whatever it is. Yeah, I don't but want to be too technical, but that's, yeah. that's the instruction that tells uh, iOS does not run uh, something. And in the old days, you had to go and like run a process. Yeah, you had to do it uh, yourself. You have to, you had to like, uh, I want my idle PC value. You had to wait like 30 seconds yeah. for Dynamics to propose different values. And you will pick that value uh, and see if your CPU goes down to uh, to a few percent. 
But today you don't do that. But no, t- today you you can still do it. But usually, uh, Gen3 will uh, propose you uh, idle PC value, uh, default p- uh, idle PC value, uh, and usually that's a, that's the one you that works. Okay, so basically, when you do the import like mm. of the template, yeah, in Gen3, um, like the appliance or whatever, it will suggest a idle PC value, which generally is good. Yes, and you just click next, and, and then your CPU doesn't run at 100%. Yes, so but basically, idle PC for normal like layman user it's just something that if you don't set your cpu gets destroyed exactly anything else you want to say about dynamips uh so dynamips uh, was useful uh, so far because uh, it supports serial connections okay yep that's a good point so one of the let's talk about the advantages so there's problems to using dynamips but one of the advantages is it supports serial interfaces but i'll say Cisco have removed serial interfaces from the CCNA exam from 2020. So there is no real reasons to to run Dynamics anymore. Yeah, so this is like kind of a dying... It's a, it's a dying product, basically. And the other advantage is you can run this on the GNS3 VM, but you can also run it locally, can't you? Yes, you can run it locally on uh, Windows or Mac or in the, on Linux or in the VM. So just for off from an architecture point of view, you've got the Genus 3 GUI running on your PC. Let's say that's on Windows. Um, you could run this without the Genus 3 VM, just with the GUI, is that right? Yes. Yeah, you could totally, uh, like, on, you're on Windows, you have only the GUI, uh, and you run Dynamics directly on Windows. Yeah, so that was kind of like an advantage, I suppose. Yeah. But it's recom- you'd recommend people don't use this. You'd recommend they go to viral, yeah? Yes, now we recommend the viral images. So IOSV, IOSV Layer 2, ASAV, NXOSV, XRV, all the virtual appliances from Cisco. Okay, and I, I, another advantage, but I would say it's actually a bad thing, is that in viral, sorry, in Dynamips, I should say, you can use this Ether switch module. So like in the old days, like we've been doing this for a long time, you could have like a 3660 router and you could insert a module here that would allow it to become a switch. Yes. So y- you could do that in Genesis 3, couldn't you? You could do that. Uh, one uh, downside is that Ether switch module the, did not support all the layer 2 features. It's rubbish. It was kind of very limited. Also, the commands were a bit different uh, than on a regular switch. So it was, it was okay, but it wasn't... No, yeah, it was not perfect. Yeah, I mean, I would strongly suggest that, I mean, like Jeremy said, use use something else if you want to do switching. Yeah. Don't do this. You're going to cause yourself a lot of frustration. Um, so again, what would you would, what would you use? Would it be iOS V layer 2 or something? That's a, that's a one. That's a, this appliance has almost all the layer 2 features you, you need. Yeah, so I mean, that, that appliance can support uh, Ether channel, layer 2, layer 3 today. It can support span. It can support a whole bunch of features. It's almost, almost anything can be done here these days. Whereas this, not a good thing to no, use. No, 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 it's obsolete. Yeah, so I think the bottom line is, well, let me ask you this. Will Dynamips stay in GNS3? Uh, it will, maybe it will stay. Uh, we would like to remove it, but we know that some, some users still like it. Uh, so we will like hide it from GNS3 or 
or put like a warning, please don't use this anymore, but it's still there if you want to use, use it at your own risk. Yeah, I like, you, I like the way you said that, use it at your own risk. Exactly. So in other words, you could use it, but it's not recommended. Yes. Okay, great. So Jeremy, another device available in GNS3 is VPCS, yeah? Yes. What is that? So v v VPCS stands for Virtual PC. Um, <clears throat> and it's a very simple program that will um, emulate like a, a PC or like simulate a PC to be more, more accurate. Uh, and that small program actually supports only like simple things like ping, traceroute. You, you can configure an IP address. Uh, it supports DHCP. Uh, and the main advantage of VPCS is very lightweight. So you can run uh, hundreds of VPCS uh, nodes. Uh, that's a, that's the main advantage, and it's very simple, like ping, traceroute, few other commands. It's uh, mainly used to to test your connectivity, uh, with uh, on, on in your projects. Yeah, so you you basically just configure an IP address on the PCs, yeah. Yeah, and then you can do like a ping between those two PCs across a switch. Yeah. Okay, but is it? Something that people should still be using. What do you What do you think? No, the, the better alternative is to use uh, Docker. Yep. So you can use a Docker. It's also very lightweight, uh, and you have all the Linux commands. Yeah. So same uh, same as VPCS, you have a ping, traceroute, but you can also install uh, Python or Python or any uh, I don't know like any application. Really. Any application that runs on, on Linux. You can install in a Docker container, and you, it's, it's very simple to use in Gen3. So, I mean, I think it's the same thing, like with Dynamips, technologies change and technologies improve. Um, in the old days, like quite a few years ago, this was the only way to do a lightweight PC. Yes. But now we've got Linux Docker containers. And I mean, the advantage of Linux is it's like you could install anything really dns mm. dhcp exactly python yeah. you're not limited like you you will be with vpcs so do you also think this will go well perhaps go away or that will probably be uh, be the same as with dynamics uh, where we'll we will keep it but like hide it a bit out of the way uh, but if someone still wants to use it uh, we'll have a warning oh, okay it's deprecated but please use that your own risk great Anything else you want to say about VPCS? Uh, no. That's very basic. Yeah, very basic program. Basic uh, PC. Basi basic PC. There's a, a few few bugs around in this program. We, we don't update it anymore. Yeah, so the use, l use yes. Docker. Yeah, use Docker if you, if you can. Great. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. Be sure to visit David's YouTube channel at David Bumble, where you can subscribe and watch all of his videos. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Catch you next time on the David Bumble Networking Podcast. All the best. Take care.